This podcast is brought to you by Cougar Radio. Live in the school library. Welcome back to another week of the Torch Report. spot for the podcast we're in the school library they kicked us out of the studio no interview this week but we are going to talk some football some basketball Knicks trade i don't think we brought that up last time and it's going to be a uh, a fun podcast this week just strictly sports no interview i got my broadcasting teacher mr seedman with me Have you're not going to interview me about my uh, accomplished uh, athletic career well i've asked you to no, and you don't know I, I don't have one decline, so there's nothing so. to interview me about but there's a lot of sports to discuss a lot, a lot of a lot of fo- legendary football coaches. Gone legendary, in in both college and pro. So, mm-hmm. um, which one do you want? It's your podcast. Which one do you want to start with? I guess we'll start with the lower, lower uh, level right. of play. Not very much lower, but let's start at Alabama. Nick Saban, six national championships, one with the Tigers, LSU, and then five with. Alabama, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? I I was honestly a little surprised. I didn't think I thought he was going to win one more. I thought he was going to you know go one more year, try to win it, and then if not, but he's old, like he's seventy three, I think seventy two. So, um, if you like watch Nick Saban, he just looks tired. He looks like he's he just looks like the losses don't weigh on him as much. He's accomplished a lot. Listen, Alabama was not what it is now before he got there. They were looking for the the person to revive that program. Um, in hindsight, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Coaching college uh, football is hard. It's a year-round thing. You have to recruit players, um, and it's only going to get harder as the Pac-10 is dissolved and suddenly these these mega conferences are, are, are brewing. Um, I, I guess the surprise may be that... Um, he didn't go out with a championship that he went out with um whatever with uh uh semifinal loss yeah, yeah, yeah rose bowl yeah um are you surprised a little bit i was at i was at the gym when i saw the news on my phone i was like because it was right after Pete carroll and i was a little shocker too mm-hmm. Right. He's old. He's up there too, though. I mean, all these old. You're gonna see it. Like, I saw something. It's literally the change of an era. Like, the era's over. It's a new era for for sports in general. Like basketball, not yet, because all those guys are still in it. But football, like, mm-hmm. it's a new era. Like Rivers, those all those quarterbacks, Brady, Roethlisberger, Manning, yeah. the other Manning. There's always it's, one in the NFL. Um, uh, called yeah, yeah. So so let's talk about the NFL one. So. Right, the Pete Carroll one is surprising, but like I said, there's always one in the NFL that sort of catches you by surprise. Um, I, I don't know. I I I I always thought Pete Carroll did a good job. It it, it was it was sort of uh, weird to me that um, that he was a Jets coach, and you know, of course, they fired him, and then he went on to have this yeah. Super Bowl winning career. Could have been two Super Bowls. Should have been. Two um, they would have given the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. 
Um, and the thing that's annoying with him too is like he's such a legendary coach, and everywhere you see that he's posted, the top comments always going to be the Seahawks should have ran the ball. All right. Like he's always going to be known for having the mm-hmm. worst play call in NFL history. Yeah, that's life. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it sucks. But su- it does. It does. The thing with the Seahawks is that I think their roster is so young, and he's like more of an old school style coach. Not the energy he brings. He brings great great energy on the sidelines, and he's been a great coach. But I think. They just have such a young roster. Like, most of their players are, like, 24 and younger. Mm-hmm. Most of their skill guys, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith's going to be out pretty soon. I think they're going to draft the quarterback this year. Like, I think, like, the Seahawks is, like, as, as much as it, like, stinks that he's gone, I think they're, like, they're going to be fine. If they can get the right guy, bring in. I think you got to bring an offensive-minded coach, draft, you know, maybe Jaden Daniels, the Heisman mm-hmm. winner. And they got weapons. Like, Jackson Smith, Nick Jigba is really good. DK's a proven wide receiver. Lockett's a little bit old on his way out, but those are two solid guys, and I wouldn't be surprised if they got someone else too. So I think the Seahawks are still in a good spot. Um, I did see something where he could stay in yeah, as an advisor in, in the organization, which means, but also sort of perhaps leads you to believe. And I don't know if this has been discussed in the news or not, but um, um, I do wonder if, if it was a mutual decision. Same thing as yeah. Nick Saban. I do. Think Pete Carroll's been was. doing it a lot. Um, the Seahawks are a good franchise. I, I don't think they're so, they're one to just fire someone who has uh, a long career or, or that you know as much of a successful career. Which is, and I know we'll get to it, which is probably why the New England one took a few days to pan out because they probably wanted to think it through. They wanted it to be mutual, whether it was mutual or not. Um, You've probably so like the, the, they they wrote the, the language is they're parting ways, right? They're parting ways um, on this, and uh, <laughs> we got ringing in the background. The library, Mr. Janeiro's little uh, scooter. Um, so uh, yeah, so he'll probably be around, and um, and then I guess the New England one is is sort of just like it's monumental, right? I you knew it was coming. Mm, yeah. On Sunday, you knew it was coming just based on the word of mouth. But I, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I, I felt like the way they let Tom Brady leave, it just, I just felt to me like Kraft gave Belichick the keys. Like this was his team. And he was trusting him in whatever next part of the process there, there, there was going to be. Um, I also thought. It was similar to like Greg Popovich. Like they have now. So again, so maybe Belichick wanted to leave. Maybe he just felt he just needed a a change of scene, or maybe he felt whatever the infrastructure just wasn't there anymore to to do this stuff. So um, uh, a little surprising uh, if you ask me Saturday, but not as surprising on you know after hearing on Sunday all the chatter. Um, I think it was what Jay Glazer, like there are yeah. like people like Jay Glazer, Adam Schefter. If you hear it from them, um, then you pretty much know that they're reporting the truth. So, um, yeah, um, that that's big. I now, do you think he coaches again next season? Yeah, uh, I don't think he should. I think he should be like I think all the legendary coaches when they stay like with one team, I think it's better off that way. Even like the quarterbacks, like. Montana oh, went. he's going to coach again. Oh, yeah. I don't think he should, though. What is he it? will. Yeah. So um, so if he were to coach this season, where do you think he'd go? I saw something, maybe the Eagles. Like, Oh, that's what I was thinking, Yeah, too. I mean, I think that'd be mm-hmm. a great idea. 
Um, the other part, I did see the Falcons, like, would really interested in him. I don't see a mm-hmm. fit there. Another team, like, I could kind of see him, like, wanting to go to is Washington. Mm-hmm. Just, like, an old school, like, well, team I that think, just I has a new owner who wants to spend money. Well, that's that's what I was just going to say. But, I um, think he'll get a lot of money from Washington if they want to hire him. Yeah. Um, and that could be a total rebuild. Um he, they're interviewing people for football operations, so um, he could just have full control, I guess, yeah. if he wants it. I don't think um, he should, though, because his drafting with the Patriots in the last five years has not been... Yeah, it's been weird. I, 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 you probably understand it better than me. I don't think it's so much the game has passed him by. It's just weird the way he hasn't been able to develop a quarterback, the way the system... You know, that system he was running with those two tight ends when Aaron Hernandez and yeah, Rob yeah. Gronkowski were there was, not that it was revolutionary, but it was it was like, you know, it, it, no one was running an offense like that. And I don't, I don't know what happened along the way. Um, again, assistants leave, coordinators leave. That could be a large part of it. And, you know, this uh, football is about the system and the very, you, know, you have to find the right quarterback for your system. And clearly, like, Brady was the perfect one, um, but they haven't been able to really replace Brady. I agree and I don't agree because Mac Jones' rookie year, he was a pretty good quarterback. Like Everyone thought he was going to be like a solid quarterback for that team, I think. Like never really thought they would win the AFC or be mm-hmm. anywhere like up by the Chiefs or the Bengals. But they were going to be like a straight, like kind of like the Steelers, like a 9-7, and 8-8 eight and eight team like every year, like a mid-team. And then... I don't know what the heck happened to Mac Jones, but he just lost all of his confidence. But the thing that Belichick just can't draft skilled players at all. You know, like Nikhil Harry, he drafted him over Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown. I mean, the list can go on forever. There's just so many, like, misses in the draft where I do think, like, he's a great coach. But I don't think if he does go to another team, I don't think he should be the GM. And the other thing is... If I'm a team that wants to rebuild, I wouldn't bring him in. I want a young guy, offensive-minded, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and you're rebuilding. Like He wants to go somewhere and win a championship. He's not going to be around four years to rebuild a team. Yeah, but he can go to Washington and build that team in two to three years. They have they have the second pick. Yeah. He no, can, no, no. He you have a point. Like, I do think he, he likes build, Drake May a lot. It's not hard in football if you can do it right, which I know he hasn't. And Washington has rebuild. a great defense. Like, yeah. That defense is legit. Mm-hmm. No, he could go. He can go I to Washington. Do you think the best fit for him would be with the Chargers, though? Yeah. I do think they have the Harbaugh's best roster. Harbaugh's going to go to the Chargers. I think he might go to the Raiders. Harbaugh? Yeah. Oh, okay. But then the Giants will get Antonio Pierce as their new defensive coordinator, which oh, would be pretty nice. That's pretty nice. But um, I do think the Chargers would be the best spot for him just because they have the best roster available. If you're a coach right now looking for a job, and I do think he could win a championship there very soon. With the right. right coordinators as well, obviously. Well, because of the Philadelphia piece that you said earlier, it, it could, if he doesn't get a job, if Philadelphia makes it to the second round, they're not going to fire no. Sirianni. If they lose this weekend, then things could happen quickly. So I don't think they're going to, like, I do think Well, let's do like some predictions. Should we do raise predictions for the NFL playoffs? Yeah. Let's I'll call them out. All right. Houston, Cleveland. That's a tough one. I know like it is I, a tough one. I do like the Browns a lot. Mm-hmm. They got a cool story, but the Texans are just CJ Stroud's really good. But I'm going to go with the Browns. I think that defense okay. is too good. All right, so you have the Browns, Chiefs, Dolphins. 
Give me the Chiefs. I think okay. the Dolphins are fraudulent. Okay. They have some injuries, too. Yeah. Um, so that means the Browns will play the Ravens. So then the Chiefs versus the, uh, I'm sorry, the Bills or the Steelers? Bills. Bills. Okay, that was easy. All right, we'll come back to the uh, AFC in a second. Tampa Bay, Philadelphia? Give me Philly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give you Philly. Uh, no? No, give me Philly. Yeah. I just Philly's still good. Don't, don't be. What do I know? Um, Lions, Rams. This is going to, I think this will be the game of the week, and this is, I have no idea. I do think the Rams are going to pull this one out, though. I do think the Rams are a very sneaky, good right. team that could be So you're going to have the Rams play the 49ers and Cowboys-Packers. I want to say the Packers, but the Cowboys are going to win. Yeah, that I would love to see the Packers win. So that means you're going to have the Eagles versus the Packers. All right, so going back, you have Baltimore versus Cleveland. Baltimore. All right, and then you have the Bills versus the Chiefs in Buffalo. Give me the Chiefs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes has got mm. the the ice cold okay. in him. And so you have the, the 49ers versus the Rams. Niners. And then you have the Cowboys versus the Ram, um no, versus the Eagles. Ooh, that's gonna be a good game. Cowboys Eagles, that will yeah. be a good game. Give me the Cowboys. Nah. Okay. So we got San Francisco versus Dallas, and we have Baltimore versus Kansas City. Baltimore versus Kansas City. Who goes to the Super Baltimore. Bowl? Okay. San Francisco versus Dallas. San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> that's everyone's pick. That's that's all right. So then, if, I mean, I do think the Rams could the, be in the Super Bowl though too. I do no, think. They, I don't think so. I do think. So. I give them a lot of credit. I thought that he, that coach almost left too a couple of seasons ago because they just had no flexibility and and no you drafting studs. So I know. Give them credit. Yeah. Studs. That's why I just said to you, you can like, rebuild easily in the I, NFL. I saw a video of uh, Huka Nakua. They were saying how like he's like a slow like. The Rams are saying this, and they're saying, but he when he gets the ball in his hands, he's like so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, they're critiquing these players in such like fascinating ways to just like know how skillful skillful they are. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so l- let's do this then. What is your surprise Super Bowl pick? The Rams. That you, no, no, the matchup, not just the Rams. Oh. Rams versus who? Rams Chiefs. Rams Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. And we just had that recently, didn't we? No, it was Rams Rams Bengals. Rams Bengals, right. Okay. That was a good Super Bowl. Um, can I give mine? No. All right. No, I'm so kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well it's your podcast. No, so yeah, I'm trying of course to, you can give I'm, it. I'm kidding. Um I don't know if this is necessarily a surprise, but I'll go just because it would be fun. Bill's Lions. Bill's Lions would be fun. Both of that those fan fun. bases are Desperate for sure. it, so you would have one fan base yeah. like be be thrilled, um, and the other one be distraught. I don't know who would be be more distraught. Probably the Bills because they've Just come so they, close yeah. so many times. But for the Lions to have been as bad as they've been and make it and not win, that's a tough. Um, all right, it's a great time. Should we t- discuss a little NBA? Yeah, we're we allowed to. We're at the fifteen minute mark. We got like five minutes. Um, well, you're the NBA guy, so give us your. Well, you a- then you ask the questions. What's your take on the Knicks right now and the Raptors? Because the Raptors look like a really good team. Yeah. And also, did you see the coach the other night? Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on that? Um, where do I start? Um, you know, I <clears throat> I try to be um, uh, like sort of neutral on um, 
on refs because it, it, it isn't easy. These sports are played at incredibly fast speeds, and um, and it, it's hard. Um, I I was quite angry at that Lions game a couple of weeks ago with the Cowboys because the coach had explained it yeah. and and Pre-game. so forth. Um, and so the thing with all of that is it does annoy me um, because I know, I guess as a fan, and you know as a fan. Um, um, that uh, these coaches and these players work hard and like they're spending a lot of time and effort and they're pros, right? So the refs should be pros. Um, so when you see stuff like that, I don't believe in these conspiracy theories that it's rigged. I don't know. Does the NBA really, you know, tell the refs they want the Lakers to win or they need the Lakers to win? I, I don't, I don't know. Um, so th- that's a tricky one, but it does frustrate me because, um, I don't know, I hate the Lakers. <laughs> I they, like, they don't even I, look that good to me. They don't look good. Um, I just, the Lakers bother me. And I say that as a New York fan. Like, yeah, all these NBA players now want to go to Miami and L.A. And, and play. And the thing that annoys me, too, with the Lakers is I do think LeBron's an incredible player. But you see what he said about his son the other night? No. That he could get drafted. Very early or something, something stupid like that. Or no, he could play on the Lakers. I think he scored a total of like twenty points mm-hmm. at uh, USC. Mm-hmm. And I, if I was his teammate, I'd be like, dude, like, what are you saying? Right? <laughs> you know? I don't know. And the other thing too is like, if you're an NBA team, do you draft him early, yeah, thinking you'll get I LeBron? Know. I know. Is that your process? Like, what do you, yeah. what do you think? No, that's that's a good question. Like, if you're a Grizzlies team, yeah, right. And Morant's done for the year. Yeah, and you're going to have a good pick. Yeah. Do you take Bronny even though the value is not there? And you get LeBron. Knowing that his father is likely going to sign with you. And then you have Morant, LeBron, Jackson. Yeah. No, I think I think the smart um, idea is to say yes. Yeah, I, get, I mean, it could be one and done, but still. This is the problem with LeBron's career, and then I'll get to the Knicks. LeBron is easily one of the – you can – you know – LeBron, is, people would say I'm wrong. He's easily one of the three best players. I know people would say he's the best or top two. I'll say top three only because I think Kareem is part of the top three conversation. But LeBron's whole career has, has been this way. He has tried to dictate every personnel decision, who he's surrounded by. I don't think he's ever really trusted a GM to, to form a team around him. And you can say stars do that all the time, perhaps. But, you know, and I, I guess guys like Jokic and Giannis, I don't think they handpicked these players on the roster. I think they approved of it, and, of course, they had certain expectations. But you you, you, you look at LeBron's career, right, and <clears throat> he goes to Miami, and he forms this big three. Like, are those really great championships to celebrate that you formed a super team and won on really Dwayne Wade's team, right? And then he goes back to Cleveland and, listen, a championship's a championship. But, again, he's phenomenal. He carries that team to the championship. They would have lost if Draymond Green didn't get suspended um, in that sixth game. And even the comeback at the end in in Game 7 was miraculous. But then he leaves and goes to L.A. And once again... He won, but you win that bubble championship, yeah. right? You have like a month and a half off, and, like, and then you go in. It was like, like this horrible thing. Like, yeah, he made it like a like a zombie apocalypse. 
And, and it was a weird season because a lot of, you know, it, it, the season didn't really finish and, and not many teams had their players healthy and there was just a lot going on at that time. But he won, so I get it. So that's what his career is going to be marked by. But it's also, like, he never really let a, a team build the right team about around him. It's always just been this carousel of players. And you're going to see that at the trade deadline. You're going to see them make a lot of moves just to, like, just to find it. And I, I know he's such a... He, he's he's nothing. I know I know this is the wrong word. Like he's a unicorn in the way that he's just like he's built differently. Is he a point guard? Is he a power forward? I mean, he's anything he wants to be, really. So maybe it's hard to build a team around him because he's he he's so good. Jordan was a shooting guard, right? Jordan was a shooting guard. Kareem was a center. LeBron can be many things. Um. But real quick before we finish, the Knicks, I think, made the right move. I think clearly the, the offense is much better. Clearly the defense is much, much better. It opened up spots for guys like McBride and Grimes, and and that's why the trade made sense. It, it's probably a trade that will go down where people will say, um, I mean, I was I said at the beginning people would say quickly is the best player, but Barrett may end up being yeah. the best player in the trade, but it was the best move for everyone involved yeah. because – OG spreads the floor. You can see Randall's getting better shots. You can see the the defense is much better. He fits into the offense well. And the Knicks are good now. Like the, the Knicks are good. I'm not saying necessarily championship, but they're they're a very good team. So much so that I can't necessarily identify who they need or what exactly they need to do. Now, listen, if, if the Suns decide to blow it up because it's not working and they want to get those draft picks back and, like, Devin Booker becomes available, no-brainer. Like, trade the picks, trade McBride, trade Grimes, trade, you know, uh, if you're allowed to. I don't think you're allowed to. Like, even Mitchell Robinson with the way Hartenstein's yeah. playing for Booker. But I don't think that's going to happen. Um, outside of that, like, I just think the Knicks should ride with this the rest of the season. Right? Yeah, I agree. I think they have, like, a fun team, like, good chemistry. Um, I did see... An interview with Jalen Brunson, and they asked him about if he cared about Josh Hart's right. forty-three <laughs> game, and he's like, "I couldn't yeah. care less." Like they just got a fun mm-hmm. vibe going on, and I think you're right. I think they should totally ride with the vibe and see how see how it goes. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out well, go get someone in the off season and see how it goes. But I think Brunson's like a sick player. Like I, I do think they could win like a couple series in the playoffs. I agree. I, I you look at that Heat team, like it really was Jimmy Butler and Bam was very good too, but. I mean, are you really going to tell me that that Heat roster last year is much better than yeah. that Knicks roster right yeah. now? As long as they're healthy, knock on wood. Thibodeau's yeah. a good coach. They have depth. It's exciting because the Knicks haven't been be like this in a long time. Definitely. Great time. All right. All right. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, have thanks for having good, me. Good, good talk about football, yeah. football coaches, basketball. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you guys mm-hmm. next week. Thanks for coming next, on. Yeah, next week you can interview me about my uh, sports career. <laughs>